Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 74. This episode is sponsored by Rise of the Youpreneur, the definitive guide to becoming the go-to leader in your industry and building a future-proof business. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So we have got a great guest for you this week, Jamie J, the man with the beard from Slapshot Studios. He is joining us today. So Jamie, how are you doing? Oh, Jeff, I'm doing fantastic. I cannot thank you enough. I'm pretty pumped up to be here. I'm really looking forward. It's nice to see you on the recovery as well from your from your cold as well. Oh, Was it cold yeah. or man flu? Yeah, it was. I, you know, I finally went back in. I think it was an upper – they called it upper respiratory virus. Right, okay. So, yeah, okay. whatever that is. Well, yeah, we'll say it's man flu. It's more sympathy from us men. There we go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so while we're getting started, just before we really get into it, can you just give us a, a little bit of a background about you, your journey, and how you got here today? Sure thing. Yeah. Again, thanks so much for having me on. This is uh, it's, it's incredible. I love this medium. I love podcasting. I love what you're doing. Uh, you're, you're killing it, man. So just thank you so much. Thanks. And uh, yeah, so uh, name is Jamie J. I was um, born in San Jose, California, moved to Alaska where I grew up as a kid. Uh, I started playing hockey when I was about, I don't know, five or six years old. I'm, I'm now 47 years young, so I've been playing hockey over 40 years, which is pretty amazing. I'm a big fan of the sport. And uh, yeah, went to moved to Colorado for a short stint, then on to ca- Southern California. And that's kind of where I, I finished off high school and, and um, uh, kind of grew up in my 20s and, and uh, just had a lot of fun uh, playing hockey and, and uh, working a couple of different jobs. I started in corporate America in 1994 as soon as I got out of the army. Um, so, yeah, it's been, been kind of crazy. I worked in corporate America for 12 years. I uh, just didn't like it, but I'm a slow learner, so it took me <laughs> quite a while to realize that uh, I didn't like it. And uh, once I, I, I'm now proud to say that I am unemployable. <laughs> very cool, very cool. So you've got a you you you've got a real entrepreneurial spirit in you as well, don't you? Oh my gosh, I I love entrepreneurism in every facet of the way. The challenges, the hills, the valleys, the successes. I just, I love every aspect of it. I love being able to blame myself because it's nobody else's fault except for mine. I take 100% responsibility. I blame myself for my failures. I blame myself for my successes. Yeah, absolutely. Good place to start and good place to finish, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with a, with a, so you, you're a, you own a, um, is it a media or a website company, podcast company, virtual assistants. You do all sorts of things. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. People are like, well, Jamie, what the heck is it that you do? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to give a little background there, Jeff, if this is okay, mm-hmm. um, I basically it started out, I was I was doing websites. Um, I've been doing websites for friends and stuff like that and formed a company called Slapshot Studio because I'm a big fan of hockey. I just loved having, uh, you know, hockey integrated with my business. Well, I was doing that. And it's now developed, grown into a creative web studio. It's, it's uh, we would do branding and web development and stuff like that. But 
when I initially started, I'd build a site and then I'd be like, that's it. It was done. And I just felt like I, you know, I, I made friends with my clients and I wanted to continue that relationship and sure we can continue it, but how can I also help them out in their business and, and generate an income for that? And I thought, wow, what could we do? Well, if I build them a website, well, maybe a good idea is to help market that website. Well, how do we do that? And I really love podcasting, um, been in it for uh, a little over three years, almost four years now. And I said, well, why don't I Tell them about podcasting. And people have been asking me, Jamie, how, how did you set up your podcast? And I said, it's a great way to market your website, your company is podcasting, right? Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. So now, and then I thought, okay, great. Now they're starting to get people that hear about it. They're going on all these interviews. They're doing interviews. They're doing all this stuff with podcasting. Their company is growing. And now all of a sudden they're like, man, I, I'm like, hey, you want to go hang out? I don't have time. Why not? Oh, the company's going crazy. Well, congratulations. So... <laughs> I thought, how can I help them scale their business effectively? And that's when I, I've been working with virtual assistants since uh, 2006 in my own ad agency back then. And ever since then, I've been kind of, you know, just a couple friends here or there. I'd, I'd give my contacts in the Philippines and I'd say, hey, hire a, hire a virtual assistant. So I said, my mastermind group said, Jamie, why don't you st- – why don't you leverage that and and build a company out of it? And I sure as heck did. Here I am two years later. Um, the VA business is growing like gangbusters. And now I'm able to help out my friends that get so busy and swamped in the mundane details of their day-to-day operations or day-to-day lives that after they figure out, oh my gosh, I can have somebody come in and help me do all the things that I don't like doing. This is fantastic. And it frees them up to grow their business more effectively and efficiently and and, uh, cost effectively, I guess. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So because this is one of these things that I'm fascinated about that entrepreneurial mind. And I'm very much the same as you is I don't reckon anyone can employ me because of almost the same reasons as you. But what is it do you think that where that sort of passion in uh, and also maybe in some ways that love of risk because obviously it's a you know it's a risky business being an entrepreneur or any business owner where do you think that comes from um well i think you know i've never even in corporate america my nickname in corporate america was jt okay and jt stood for jamie time Right. And the reason why is because I'd never go to the corporate meetings. I couldn't stand them. They were very non-productive, in my opinion. Yeah. In retrospect, I should have respected the the you know the the managers and the bosses. I should have respected who they were and what they were trying to accomplish. But in my mind, it just didn't sit right. Mm. And the red tape that you had to go through, all of this these procedures and policies that you had to follow and then you'd have to learn the the brand mantra for that day the big you know general manager or the you know the president walks in you have to be able to know it and then after that forget it you don't need to worry about it and for me it just felt fake it didn't Mm. feel real and I wanted to create something that not only I can control but based on the bad experiences that I had that were not just me I heard it from other people you know Mm. and I wanted to be I was to create a, a a you know, an environment that's just awesome and thriving. And yes, there's huge amounts of risk. And I, and, but I think I kind of get off on that. I really like, like, I wonder if I can make this work. And if you do, oh my gosh. And I'll tell you one of the biggest success stories. One of my virtual assistants, um, who is amazing, just killing it. I, I just, she's just, just wonderful, wonderful human being. She just bought her first home. Oh, wow. 
that's all because of a company that I started. Mm. And I don't mean to be selfish, but at the same time, I, that's like that right there, that thing mm. is, oh my gosh, had I never gone out on my own? Oh, sure. I'm not saying that she wouldn't have been able to, she would have got another job or something, but I was indirectly or directly responsible for, you know, the success of her personal life, which is really exciting to me. Yeah. And it's, I suppose it's, it's that ability to have a positive impact on others, yes. isn't it? So it's, it's, oh. it's, I, I, and I always call a lot of the things that people sometimes worry about being selfish as being positively selfish, because sometimes this is in order for you to focus and be driven to do one thing, you actually help sow the seeds to influence other people to make a positive impact on their lives. And, you know, there's a perfect demonstration of what you've just said there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We have weekly team meetings, uh, in our team meeting this morning, it was led every week, a a different team member leads the team meetings. And this morning we had a meeting and you come in and you talk about your wins, your challenges, and then everybody is responsible for their, their own, they lead the meeting. So they are hundred percent in charge. Mm. Uh, I think it was last meeting or two weeks ago, one the person said, Hey, show us around your office space, you know, cause we're all virtual. And, and so the people would show the camera around their workspace and show, you know, what their computer is like and all that stuff. And you have a little laugh. Well, this morning, uh, we had to sing a song and then we had to have someone else guess the song. And then that person would go and tell you their wins and challenges and they would sing a song. And it was just a, a riot. It was a blast. It was just a, a lot of fun. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't get that in corporate. No, no, <laughs> not at all. No. Or at least after that would be, then they march you out for being disruptive or something like exactly. that. Wouldn't it? <laughs> so with regards to the kids, podcasting is a thing that keeps coming up and, when you yeah. sort of decided to do the podcast, did you do it because you had a a drive or a passion to sort of do, use that platform without really knowing how it would help your business? Or did you sort of really do that from a strategic point of view right from the get-go? Oh, great question. So uh, it's February of 2014, I was speaking at a small marketing conference on a, on a marketing panel uh, in San Diego. And there was a gentleman there, Paul Colligan, who in his, is a pretty big podcaster in his own right. The guy's pretty he's pretty genius when it comes to technology and stuff like that. And uh, I had a chance to – that's the first time I really got to meet him and talk with him. And, and, and he said, Jamie, do you have a podcast? I said, no. He goes, you got to get a podcast. And I said, uh, yeah. You know, I thought it was one of those things like, hey, you have to have this tool, like yeah. another tool. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't do anything. Seven months later, I finally started – because I started seeing all this buzz going around on what a podcast was and how it was helping so many people. Mm. So September 1st of uh, 2014, I started my podcast and I've never looked back since. Did I have strategy mm. in, in all of that? Not whatsoever. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Mm. I figured out how to post my audio file on uh, iTunes. I hosted my audio file on my WordPress website. I didn't have a media. I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, it boy, after that first episode, I was like, man, this is really cool. I get to meet all these amazing people. And now that I look at it, I'm telling you, I I, probably 50 or 60% of my business Mm. comes from either the, the podcast, either, uh, I call it indirectly. So from the relationships that I make of the people that I interview or 
the referrals that I get from that. Mm. And just being able to go out and say you have a podcast and people really, what is that? And mm. and it's ah oh my gosh, it's a wonderful platform and talk about having fun creating content. Yeah, and also is did you find uh, are you um, naturally a talker or do you, can you are you kind of comfortable with writing and doing videos? Which which is your preferred medium? Well, yeah, I'm good behind the mic. You put me in front of a room, and you can ask Chris Kamatsis. He's the the founder there, or co-founder of the Podfest, which is a big event that happens. I think there was like, I don't know, a thousand, twelve hundred people there just a couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's all about podcasting. Yeah. Well, I got up to speak, and I. I just choked. I, I, okay. I was like, uh, 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 you know, I, yeah. I was like, is it hot in here? And I'm just <laughs> dripping this sweat. Everybody in the crowd, they were so nice. They yeah. were just like, oh, oh yes, you can do it. You yeah. can do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm, uh, now put me behind a microphone. Boy, oh, boy, I will get going like crazy. Yeah. Um, so I would say talking is probably my number one. Writing is my worst. Okay. Uh, thank, thank the Lord. We have a wonderful writer on staff and she just kills it. Mm. Karen, she's a rock star. And then I would say videos are probably my second. I love doing Facebook lives. Yeah. 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 And especially in airports, which I've seen yes. recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, because I think this is an interesting one. I know there's an awful lot of listeners that sort of send messages to me regarding sort of the, the promoting of their business. And they talk about, you know, people keep saying I need to do blogs all the time or people keep saying I have to do X, Y, and Z. And, but I hate, I hate writing or I hate doing video. And do you feel that someone, in order to promote their business effectively, they have to do something of everything? Or do you feel that it's better to focus on one that you're really good at and use that as the main driver? That is an awesome question. Wow. Uh, seriously, thank you for asking that. This is my opinion. Okay. My opinion only. Uh, you'll find a lot of people will agree with this and probably a lot of people will not. Yep. But this is my opinion. If you just have to ask this question, let me say not if, how much do you want your company to succeed? Mm. Now, if you say, I really want to kill this thing, or you just say, I really want to succeed, or I, you know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, you know, just middle of the road, I'm fine with that. If I can live and, you know, pay my rent or my mortgage, and I'm fine. Mm. Well, depending on the outcome of that answer will dictate my answer to your question. Okay. And it's if you really want to rock it and kill it. Mm. You better have a video strategy. You better have an content, a content strategy that includes text, mm. video, and audio. Okay. Because I will tell you right now, even on mobile devices, as of right now, mm. 21%, 21% of Google search on a mobile device is voice. Wow. If you don't have a 29-word snippet mm. attached to your website or attached to voice, then it's not going to pick it up as much. So you snippet a description on your website, yeah. right? Because yeah, yeah. the Google Voice right now, the Google Home, mm. will recognize 29 words max right. as of right now. Okay. So we're, that's the GUI, mm. right? Conversational user interface. You really need to be doing that. Now, here's the best way about it, and you probably know this better than most. You do a video. From that video, you can extract the audio. From that audio, you can write. Yeah. So you can either have it transcribed or whatever. So you record once and, you know, repurpose multiple times. Yeah. 
Yeah. And actually, that's a really interesting one because one of the things I've recently been doing on what I do for, uh, I do productivity experiments every quarter. And it's been because I, I detest writing, mainly because, you know, I, I, I really do struggle with it. But it's like, but that doesn't mean I can't create the content. So as you say is, is you use, you know, this conversation is actually creates narrative that could be extremely mm. useful for so many different things. So to shove it through, I'm experimenting with a platform at the minute called Trint, um, which is really cool because you just literally drop your audio in and in 10 minutes, well, not even 10 minutes, it's it's transcribed for you as through the dictation and it will separate voices and everything else for you. But then you can you can strip that out and you can shove. Uh, I'm going to say shove it because that's not very technical. But you can put it. You could put it through. Um, I think it's called Lumen Five, and then that will create video with text. So it's like you look at that and you go, actually, you're creating all of these different things without needing to worry about writing in in exactly. in that thing. And that that's just such a great. It's a it's a it's a a way that we haven't really been able to do it. For up until recently, because yeah. it's been so difficult. I, I, you know what, too, though. But I mean, and even for those people that like to write and they have a, a, a face for uh, radio, yeah, right? as I do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, me as well, right? It's it's really good to get comfortable on camera. Yes. And the reason why Mike Kenick said it best: we move from a transactional based economy to a, re- a relationship based economy. Yeah. People are doing business with people. I don't even care if you're in a top fortune 50 company yeah people are going to do business with people so if you can get your face out there your voice your mannerisms you're going to start attracting and by the way that you talk and describe things people that understand and and like your face as much as that can be positive or negative that's going to be the way that you're going to be able to do business with people that you like love and trust and people that like love and trust you it's the best way to do it by all means and from that video you can get all these different mediums yeah no that's fantastic that's fantastic actually you could just drop the mic if you're an entrepreneur wanting to build a long-term highly profitable business then we invite you to pick up a copy of the new book rise of the youpreneur from best-selling author chris ducker it's the definitive guide to becoming the go-to leader in your industry while building marketing and monetizing a future-proof business catapulting you to expert status in your market and setting you up for entrepreneurial success for years to come. You can pick up your copy of Rise of the Youpreneur by visiting youpreneur.com forward stroke book or simply searching for it on any Amazon website. Of the the show, where I get an opportunity to ask you a set of questions, put you on the hot seat, so to speak. So are you ready? Yes. Okay, so how much time a week do you spend on self-development? I would say about five hours a week. Okay, fantastic. What is your favorite personal development book and why? Ooh, well, boy, that would have to be close to either the 12-week year or play bigger. Um, Yeah. That twelve week year is brilliant. I mean, it's it's a it's a fantastic process. 
Oh my gosh. I, I love the 12 week year. I even did a little Excel spreadsheet uh, to cor- correlate with the, with the book there, but I like to play bigger and, and, and play bigger is all about category design. Okay. Um, it's just fantastic. And then of course, gosh, dang it. You asked one, but you, <laughs> you, I couldn't say this without David Allen and getting things done. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that was amazing. Okay. Okay. I am, I am yeah. adding that to the list as well. So we've got three there. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, and why do you like those uh, productivity ones so much? Why is it, why for you, what is the focus on that productivity? That's my biggest challenge. Okay. My biggest challenge is managing not only my time, but my brain. Okay. And thanks to David Allen for pointing that out because it's not time management, it's brain management. Yeah. Like the, do you mean in the sense of the energy, sort of that cognitive energy? Yeah. That you're so using? Yeah. it's, it's like right. So many people in 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 entrepreneurial, you know, in this entrepreneurial world that mm. we're in, we have so many things that we keep in our mind that yeah. we need to do on a daily basis. Like, oh my gosh, I need to do this and this and this and this and this. Yeah, you can't function like that. No. You need to get all of that out. And and this book, getting things done, really helps you put your brain in a different space to where you can really simplify your life by not having more than say four things floating yeah. around in your head any one time yeah no that's cool and i suppose is when you combine that with the 12 week year then it's it's all of that planning as well it's all about planning it's all about measuring your goals too and yeah. it's okay because what i like well the best part about the 12 week year is that if you complete 80 percent of your tasks you should pat yourself on the bat yeah. you don't need to have 100 percent done no but if you can do 80 percent of them holy cow you are kicking butt and you should be very happy no yeah absolutely absolutely okay question number three is what is your favorite app um what is my favorite app yeah Ooh. gosh i don't even know if i have i i I, it's, I'm ashamed to say, maybe a, 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 my oh, Audible. Audible. Probably be, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm a big Audible. Audi, you know, I, I listen to a lot of my books. So actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this one as well because this is a one I've recently been uh, experiment with called Scribe. Have you ever heard of Scribe? Oh yes, uh, but refresh my memory. Okay, so so you know how Audible, when you subscribe, you get two credits or whatever it is yes. to it. And th- that credit becomes almost like gold dust, where you kind of like don't buy a book simply because you think, you know, this credit is so so worth so much. I'm not going to buy that book. Right. Well, with Scribe, it's um, I think it works out about eight dollars or nine dollars a month, and you unlimited listen to as many books as you want and read as many books as you want. Um, and also, what you do is a as a, a benefit, you get pocket free. Blinklist free, and some other stuff. As long as you're subscribing to Scribe, I'm gonna to have to check that out. It is. It's. It's also. I mean, they haven't got the the collection of audiobooks that they that poss- you know Audible will have, but it's amazing how many books are there that you just think I, I wanted to read that, but I didn't want to spend a credit on it. So it's a it's a it's a good option. They've completely ditched the credit model and gone to just basically one flat payment. Oh, that's might, fantastic! So you might you might oh, you it. might find that um, might find that even yeah. more useful. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, question number four is: What's your biggest business mistake, and what did it teach you? Whew. 
biggest business mistake was uh, starting a course, spending six months building it out with three buddies, and we only sold one. Uh, okay. We only sold one, okay. and we spent six months on this course. It was a podcasting course with ninety-three different videos on how to podcast. Okay, we sold one, and we didn't. We, the, the lesson was we didn't look at our target audience well enough before we started. We didn't get the feedback necessary. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And do you think? Do you think it's? Is that your? Are you? Are you? Do you have to get something completed before you launch, or are you? Kind of like it doesn't have to be finished before you launch. What is your sort of way of thinking now? Ah, uh, great. Um, yeah, my my first thing is um, get feedback. You know, what yeah. do people really want? Like, talk to people, put it out there. And do you build a product right away? No, I don't think so. I think the products that are successful for me right now were born out of challenges that both myself and clients and or other people have, have had. Yeah. And so I built a solution around what those problems were. In essence, I listened. Yeah. I, I saw what was wrong out there. So either it was my challenge or it was someone else's, and I built a solution to solve the problem. So I think you can always go out and find out what's going on out there and ask questions. And shoot, you could even have a webinar saying, hey, we're going to launch this thing. What do you think? This is going to do this and this and this. And then people are going to say, well, yeah, but did you think about that? No, I didn't. So let's add that in there. And then based on that, you could say, hey, sign up now for a beta program that's going to launch in three months. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you get that, if you get that initial input, now, you know, you've got a, you've got a model that's working and people are interested. So go build your product. Yeah. No, very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Question number five is what are your challenges in harmonizing work and life and how do you manage them? Oh gosh, these are great questions. Um, I really have come to, um, really respect what my girlfriend, the love of my life has to say and think. Um, that has a big, big, uh, that that's a big uh, proponent to what it is that I do mm. in work and in life, even in my business decisions. Uh, we just talked about this last night. Whenever I make another big business decision before I do, actually, I need to talk with her and she's going to give me maybe play devil's advocate or something like that. But I, but I think that has a lot to do with that whole work life mm. management. I don't call it a work-life balance. I no. don't think there's any no. such thing. No, I but agree. Managing work and life, because it's all, it's my one life. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. But I really, it affects other people now. And I, and, and now that I realize that, it makes the decision processing uh, a, a lot easier. No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay. Question number six is, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? Oh, ask, 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 ask. Um, I came in thinking, oh, I know it all. This is, this is really going to help people. And, you know, just don't be afraid to be vulnerable, mm. ask, and you'd be amazed at how, pe how well people respond as opposed to coming in being a know-it-all versus even if you know, explore, yeah. like elaborate. Yeah. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, question number seven is what is your definition of success? Um, my, oh, that's easy. My definition of success is putting in all the work when no one else is looking. Okay. <laughs> Class. I that's that. my. That's when you're successful. Yeah. When you're in the valley, yeah. you're working through that, that's when everybody else quits. 
Yeah. By the time they recognize you for the the millions or the house or the whatever it is that success means to you, mm. you it's because of the work you did by yourself. Yeah. The 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 funnels that you created, the the workflows that you created, the 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 software that you built, you know, yeah. the blood, sweat and tears, that's success. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay. Question number eight is, do you have any morning routines that you use to get prepped up for the day? Oh gosh. I know what I should be doing, but I don't. (laughs) Uh, um, So what would you like to be doing, Jamie? I would like to go out and work out. I would really like to work out to kick off my day and get my blood flowing. Okay. And uh, uh, my girlfriend is is getting me there, but, uh, but I've not yet done that. Bless her persistence. Exactly. <laughs> okay, question. The last question is the life lesson question. And this is basically pick a number between 1 to 50, whatever number it lands on. It is a lesson, and we will use it as a discussion point. You are fine to disagree with it, but it is there just to sort of have a have that topic raised. So pick a number between 1 and 50. Uh, 41. 41 is... Laugh at yourself. So, <laughs> so really, what this was about is I used to take thing. I used to take me too seriously. Um, when I was before I sort of got ill, it was a you know I just I was very very serious because I didn't have very much confidence in myself. And then when I was ill, I was I was I didn't really laugh at the challenges I was going through and that sort of thing. And when I learned on the on the on the way out is that actually, do you know what, a little bit of brevity and what's going on, a little bit of humor to to use on yourself can be an amazing therapeutic thing. Um, and I'm just wondering what you think about that. 100% agree. 100%. If you can't laugh at yourself, geez, you, you really are taking life too seriously. Yeah. And why go through life so serious? Yeah. Yeah, that, that almost sounds like the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Bob Marley says, relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So um, brilliant. So I just want to say thanks very much. The floor is now yours to let people know how they can find out more about you, um, whether, what your contacts are and anything else that you would like to like to share. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Jeff. This is a really fun. I, I like the flow that you have going there. Those questions are exciting and, and timely. And I just really appreciate um, what it is that you're doing. Thank um, you. It means a lot. Uh, and, and even though we're way across the pond from one another, I, I feel really close cool. uh, to what you're doing and stuff like that. So, thank you. yeah, kudos to you. And, and I, I just wish nothing but success for you and and hope that uh your wife is feeling better and and i just appreciate you thank you very much thank you very much and uh yeah so you can pretty much just google me um i'm really honored uh elaine pofelt just uh wrote an article uh uh for uh that highlighted me in forbes magazine that came out yesterday as the day of this recording and so that was really exciting um to see that as i've had some really really dark times Mm. Uh, so it's, 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 I'm hoping that by sharing my story, other people might be able to resonate with, Hey, 
life can get really, really hard and challenging, Mm -hmm. but it can also be extremely well, even after the fact, even after the loss of a loved one or, or, you know, uh, losing your home or a whole, a whole variety of things that uh, can knock you down, getting back up again. And, and I, I, I don't mean to come across cheer, cheer, rah, rah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm a big advocate of overcoming and uh, just keep putting a foot in front of the other. Uh, you're going to get knocked down in life, but just get back up. And that's why I love, uh, you know, um, my podcast, Stop Writing the Pine, you know, get, yeah. get off the bench, get in the game, enjoy life, laugh at yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and have fun. So yeah, uh, you can pretty much Google me to find out more about me. I'm really, really focused uh, big time on helping people uh, um, scale their business through the sourcing of virtual assistants. So if, if I can help anybody out with that or answer any questions, we have a really, really cool tool and it's free uh, that you can use. Um, I don't ask for an email or anything. You can go over to bottleneck.online and it's a delegation roadmap. And this tool is really cool because even if you're not ready to hire someone yet, um, uh, but you're getting close, it's a really neat uh, way, exercise to go through in that you can list everything that gives you energy that you like to do in your in your day-to-day operations, everything that doesn't give you energy that you hate to do. And then as you go through this delegation roadmap, it literally will come up with a bunch of tasks that you can easily delegate to someone for all the things in your company that has to happen that you really don't like doing. Right. So it's a it's a really neat tool and it's free. Uh, You can go see that. You just click on the delegation roadmap. It opens up a Google Doc and you just uh, make a copy of it for you and you can have uh, the Google Doc right for you. Fantastic. Brilliant. Thanks very much. And Jamie, just, you know, thanks very much for joining me. I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the couple of times we've met and we haven't known each other for very long. But um, every every time I chat to you, it's it's a really great conversation. Yeah, you're amazing, man. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Thanks. Okay, and for those of you um, who have not signed up yet, on the 14th of March at 8 o'clock GMT, you can sign up and join me on my webinar, Kick Mediocrity in the Nuts. Um, where we'll be talking about different strategies about building up your mindset, developing resilience and creating that exceptional life that you're looking for. So take care, have a great evening and I'll speak to you soon. This episode is sponsored by Rise of the Upreneur, the definitive guide to becoming the go-to leader in your industry and building a future-proof business. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening. And it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.